Hello, everybody, and welcome to podcast number 70. No way. I love the number seven. It's happy, complete, it's perfect. And you made it through 69. We did. So we're on a roll. We're, <laughs> we we're are, killing it. We are good. And Bill McAfee, you are part of this real estate show podcast. I'm Cherie Selly with Selly Group Real Estate. This is Bill McAfee, president, CEO. I don't know. What, what I, else? I it, prefer the grand poobah, if you don't mind. Okay. Of Empire <laughs> title. It, the grand who? Grand poobah. Is that or what you you're going to call, call yourself the, when you're a grandfather? What do they call in, in Flintstones uh, in the Water Buffalo Lodge? Wasn't that the grand poobah? I don't know. I don't know. Bill. Anyway. <laughs> Well, sometimes it just wanders. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All I can think of is Bam Bam right now. Oh, no. Bambi? Oh, Bam Bam, yeah. Yeah, with the hair. Yeah, I used to love Bam Bam. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we really, um, I think we just need to jump back into this discussion about racing back to normal. Yep. Um, and, Bill, I love that you you phrased it that way. That's your terminology. And I think statistically, people, um, you can take a breath. You don't have to be in panic mode yes. about the market. There are some really good things happening, and we have strong forces that are working uh, for your good if you're a buyer or a seller. There's yes. some good things happening, but there's some realistic things, and everybody, if you're going to wait until the market, quote, crashes, you might be disappointed this year. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I keep having people say, Sharice, we're in a crash. No, we're not. We're racing back to normal. Yes. You know, we really are. It's, this isn't. A crash was 2008, 9, 10, 11, and 12. Mm -hmm. We had we had underlying problems, like people doing stated income, no doc loans. They would they would state what their income was and then not have to prove it. Right. I used to call those liars loans. <laughs> um, and we and we had a lot of those. I mean, we had a lot of of people who had no skin in the game. They had no money in. This time it's totally different. Uh, over the last five or six years, way over fifty percent of the loans have been conventional. Right. Which means we're from five to twenty percent down. You know, um, I think I told you last time we closed as a deal. They hadn't made payments in two years and they took $60 from the closing table. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> well, and, and if you think about it, though, also this this hyperbolic appreciation that we did experience <laughs> yes. is part of why that happened. Yeah, is that right? Well, when you uh, think about from 20 to 21, it was 18.6%. So if I bought a $500,000 house, you know, in 20, by the end of 21, it was worth almost 600. Wow. And let's say I put 20% down. Yeah. So the house became worth 600. I only had really 400 in it mm -hmm. because I put 20% down. That house would have to drop in value $200,000 for me to have to bring money to the table. And that's not happening, people. <laughs> yeah, so. And if you're waiting for that day, you're, I don't yeah. think it's in this current time. No, we're. this is not going to be a repeat of 2008. I, uh, I will tell you... Um, it's and especially foreclosures up. I'm to scare everyone. They're up 500. percent That means they went from 100 a year before up to 600 like for, in, for El Paso County. For El Paso County. Okay. And what makes me laugh about that? Our normal range is about 1,000 to 1,500. Wow. So we're still way under. Yeah. What? What? So no, I I don't believe we're gonna. People have too much equity in these properties. Um, you know, unemployment, we're still not losing jobs. So I, we're going to see some foreclosures. It'll be, you know, for those people who have, get a divorce, mm -hmm. health issues, mm -hmm. um, and some maybe because of job loss, but I just don't see it. As far as short sales, I don't think it's going to be anything like that was no because there's too much equity. So that's not the market I'm personally chasing anyway, right. because I just, I think that You're it's smart. not in the center. <laughs> I'm smarter. <laughs> well, no, I mean, there was enough of that going on in that the former, you know, 
crash yes. time. And I, I see that people have equity. They have uh, a lot going for them, even if this year is more of flatlined Absolutely. as far as appreciation. Um, I think that what people have had, unless they're trying to sell in the last, you know, if they bought a home, maybe in the last six months or something, that might be a whole different story. Right, right. But if you bought a few years ago, you're pretty good. If you bought 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, uh, except for late 21, you're just fine. I think you could make a song about this, Bill. I could. You I almost like, but did I, it. I can't count like that again. Well, and I think it's interesting because I was reading an article uh, that NAR put out talking about home prices have surged 42%. And this is nationally. Right. Over the last three years. Right. So on average, the last three years, 42% mm. appreciation. So that's why we're not seeing this crash. No. We're also seeing lower inventory, you know, even than we typically have in this yeah. county. It, it, absolutely. There's, there's, there's the underlying fundamentals of this thing are nothing like they were in 2008, 9, 10, 11, and 12. It's just not. Yeah. I mean, you know, the builders back then, uh, most of the, a lot of them were using the 80 20s, 80% first, 20% second. No one brought any cash in again. Mm. And when I you thought you were about to say like 80% framed and the 20% <laughs> unframed. Just let it fall apart. That's what apart. I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's my business model. So go back. 80, yeah. 20. So yeah, an 80% first deed of trust and a 20% second. And, right. And the people didn't bring any cash in. So if they're 100% financed and the market is still going down, I mean, that's a whole different scenario. Yes. yes. So we're, you know, if we flatline people, if you buy, don't have the mindset that you can now buy and have equity in a year. Absolutely. I think that's the thing that, that buyers have to like balance out in their thinking. And it wasn't real. Right. I mean, if we, you know, we were, it was fun. I mean, we had a great time. It was like, we were in Disneyland with the, with the uh, fast pass. Yes. Well, you just got your fast pass jerked away from you. Right. <laughs> but we're just going to regular, maybe not Sperry Farm now. It's still fun. <laughs> and, and <laughs> hey, you don't have inner ear issues because you are on the roller coaster <laughs> That's right. now. That's right. Or going in flips or yeah. whatever. You won't be hurling a hot dog later on because you went on the ride. So. Can we say that? <laughs> No, Bill, you can't. Take it out. Um, I don't think they're going to edit it out. I don't think they will. Um, so as far as the National Association of Realtors, uh, the latest quarterly housing report shows that home price growth is cooling. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we Absolutely. know that. Yep. It's cooling. And I mean, that goes to say even locally here in El Paso County, the yep. median price has stabilized between December and January. It went up 0.9%. So we're at 445000 for the median. Right. The the average price home went up over twenty five thousand. Right, um, it went way up, actually seven percent from four ninety to five twenty five, and that is because the higher end homes brought that average up. But really, we're kind of just creeping by as far as we're not we're not drastically going low, but we're right. just staying now more in the centrum um, of the median home if, price. If you were to ask me, like where we're going to be, I truly believe comparing twenty two to twenty three will be flat. It, yeah. it, there might be a little bit of an increase, but I don't think it's going to be much, which is very different than the 18.6% we had the year before okay. and the 15.5% we had the year before that. Yes. But again, those weren't real. That's No, that's not. But if you take those three years, if you take a flat year and two 15s, you're still- Absolutely. I mean, come on. If, if <laughs> that's I, still pretty good odds, I, you right? Know, I love it. I mean, because really, if you look over a 15 to 20 year run, just pick anything, typically real estate's at about 3 to 4% here right. in El Paso County. You know, so it's that's I mean, it's over that long run. That's typically what it is. So we had 
We had a good time. We did. We had a good run, yep. but we're not going to be in the craze. Let's talk a little bit more about the national market because I okay. think it's just interesting to hear some of the fringe stuff that happens. Right. So some areas of the, the South this last year, at the end of the last year, still got double digit appreciation. So I think it's, I think everybody just wants to be warm, you know? So Florida and the Carolinas. Well, I, yeah, I was, I was going to say Florida is huge. People are moving there. Like, and droves. Yes, they are. And so um, Sarasota went up 19.5%. Yeah. So that kind of defies the odds of what we're seeing here in this market at yes. the moment. Yep. But And among the very top state that had the most cities with the most depreciation, I don't know. I'm sure you're going to guess it. Depreciation? Depreciation. New York. <laughs> nope. Oh, really? No. California. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That'd be my two. I knew you would get it in yeah. at least. Eventually. <laughs> yeah. So California had the most. Well, and it's interesting. If you look at them, they are depopulating right now. Yeah. People are moving out. They're coming here. They're here going to Texas. Right. Yep. So, I mean, if we hear, if we're, we're averaging out, and Bill, you've said it before in former podcasts, but explain the average income earner here gotcha. in Colorado Springs. You know, and this is from census, data census. It's about a year and a half, two years old. So I don't have the, like the most recent. Okay. But the household income in El Paso County is about 72000 And so if you look back when we started hitting that $500,000 mark, mm -hmm. when rates start going to like three and a half-ish, four, what you needed was you needed an income of about 72000 to buy that house. So I think the locals got priced out a year and a half ago. Yeah. I really do. I mean, it's, you know, you still have people coming down from Denver and Castle Rock. Mm -hmm. You still have people coming from the East Coast, West Coast, bringing in a lot of money. But as far as the locals, and and, and I, here's another thing I project is, is I really think for the average buyers to buy, with rates are five and a half to six and a half, the only thing that can happen is home prices to come down. Yeah. Because if you can't, no one's going to buy. Right. But they're not really coming down that much because I, I say we still have a supply shortage. Yep. And we still have people coming in from a lot of other states that can afford the buy. And and I totally agree with you. Here's a, I just, I wanted to show you just super quick on the, on the median and average sales prices. And should we cue the music while you're, oh, this is going to be so pages. fast. <laughs> hey, it looks like a finger in there. What's going on? <laughs> It's not your middle finger, Bill. That's terrible. Okay. That was. It was 1981. All right. Okay. So <laughs> if you look at the median sales prices, um, and I'm just going to give, and, and they, when they always spike up and down. Sure. So this is a month-to-month -month thing. But if I go back about nine months, yeah. our, our median was like 480, 485,000. Okay. It's now 445. Yep. So, and there were some ups and downs, but that's what it's come. Again, we have cycles, so that that's normal. It's about a $40,000 shift. Yes. And and what we are seeing on the long term, even on a long term, on a 12-month running average, it, where they were literally from 2012 mm -hmm. up until last year, until so 10 years, even on a running average, prices had just been scooting. Yes. We were actually finally curved. And it's starting to come back down. Okay. And it was because of that you just saw the last nine months. Yeah. Drops in that. So, I, I, again, I don't think that's going to crash. But I, I, 
I still think it's going to continue to moderate a little bit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, through 23. Again, I, I think we're going to see it flat. Yes. But would you consider we did 8.5% the year before? Right. Flat's not bad. It's not bad, is it? No. Um, and, and so let's still talk about this because, you know, price differentials are going at less than um, 2%, list price to yes. sales price. Yep. So on average. Yep. So homes are selling. Buyers are getting a little bit better of a price. They're not yeah. getting the moon taken off of the price. No, but uh, they're getting concessions now that we, you know, that they weren't getting before. Yep. Um, you know, and and you know, we yeah, it's been a long time since you still you can definitely find sales in the MLS that are that are under that sell under list price. Right. Um and, you can. Yeah. It, it seemed like for a while that was it was almost impossible to have that happen. Right. You know, it, well, I mean, remember we were going fifty, sixty, seventy thousand above yes. list price there. Yes. That was a normal day. Yeah. yeah. That was a normal day. Yep. So, Bill, you know, inventory, though, is still only at a couple of months supply yes. as of the date of us recording this. And one interesting thing, my friend Ben Day over at yeah. Sotheby sent me a stat from a title company in Denver. Right. Denver's inventory, as of shooting this podcast for this week, um, it was it's less than one month wow. supply. That's amazing. So I think something also is, you know, because that that supply is down mm-hmm. and we tend to follow Denver. Denver's a little bit ahead of us, but then it seems like it hits this way. Right. So it'll be interesting to see if the supply here goes under that two months, you know, yeah. on average, because Denver has now. Right. And we're, well, and I don't know what the Nash looks like or what they're getting. I, I, we're at about 1.32 right now yep. is where we're at Okay, um, is in, in our market. But, but again, we... <laughs> We got down to six days. It yes. was 0.3. Yep. You know, and so, no, we're still, so it's gone up, but we're still below what norms would be. Again, I still say this is a seller's market. Yes. You know, I, I still do. And I still think it's going to be a decent year. Uh, you're not going to be paying 70000 above list price. That's the blessing for buyers. Yes. Truthfully. So I think, um, I think. It's just a time where everything has to steady out at mm-hmm. some point. Yep. And I really appreciate that that is happening. You know, people it, can make literally sober minded decisions. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, by, I, like for you, when you get done showing a house, you can actually come out and actually put the lockbox back together. <laughs> exactly. And not be attacked. Yeah. Truthfully. You know? and, and yeah. And, and you Truthfully. get to spend more than 15 minutes looking at it. Right. And we don't you lock know? out the other agents <laughs> and, you know, push send on the iPad while you're in the house <laughs> at this point. I mean, uh, it's so good that people can think. And honestly, sellers, uh, you you have to give. But, you know, the thing that you, you also have to realize is that you're still getting. Yes. You give, but you're getting more than you may have ever gotten in previous oh, yes. times of historically buying I mean, a home imagine before. if you'd have bought it in 2010, 2014. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's just incredible what how much your house has gone It's up. so true. Yeah. And in Colorado, so I did see this statistic, and I think it's interesting. Colorado Springs average uh, time frame for a homeowner to own a house. Can you take a guess at how many years? Two to five. You're yeah, you're right in there. Four yeah. years. Okay. It's just a little over four years, like four point three years. And the military affects that here a lot too. It especially does. Especially Springs. It does. So yep. we're one of the shortest. Yep. Homeowner timeframes yep. um, of all cities in the United States, actually. I believe it. So if you're going to be on that four-year run, you know it takes strategy to decide 
and to understand and by the stats that you have, the stuff that that uh, we keep track of too on on my end, I think it's very, very important that that four-year strategy is laid out. It's not oh, a absolutely. six-month strategy. It's not a one-year strategy. Yeah. Think in those those chunks and you're going to be a lot safer. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know what? Like on, a, on an individual residence, I've always believed like – if if you can afford it, if you got a decent job and that you can keep your payments where you want to, maybe twenty five percent of your adjusted gross income, mm-hmm. and you, I don't think there's honestly a bad time to buy. Now I'm an investor, and so yeah, there could be bad times to buy. But mm-hmm. as a homeowner, I think it's totally different if you can afford it and you're right. stable, because um, typically over time real estate goes up. And as an investor, you can't call when you're going to be at the very bottom, can you? No, you, uh, people can say, but you don't know. I mean, it's the, you know, like I've been around long enough to know when there's opportunity. Yeah. I mean, that's where I could say as an investor that I know, and there's starting to be some opportunities. They only had two sales at the public trustee sale on Wednesday. Wow. Two. Okay. I remember when there was 150. Wow. And that was back when? Uh, that was in the eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. So yeah. that's not happening and it's not coming back no, right I, now. I mean, it's just so, will there be some opportunity? Yeah, but nothing like it was back then. Okay. You know, I mean, so, so investors are, you know, you've got to be patient. You've got to sit, but as a homeowner, like I said, if you're got a stable job, um, you know, and you can, and you can afford it mm-hmm. and it's like a 15 or a 30 year mortgage. I, I just, I don't believe there's a bad time to buy it. I know people may think I'm crazy, but if you're going to live in that house 10 to 15 years, um, there's, I just don't believe there's a bad time. There's not a bad time with the right strategy and mm. the right mindset. Yep. I think. Yep. If well, you, you got to know, especially as a veteran, that like I would be super careful going four years. Yeah. You know, unless you're thinking about maybe renting that thing or, or that's, whatever. That's so true because you have to know what side of that four years you're on. Absolutely. And um, so I agree with that. We, you know, but, but I also think you're right, Bill, you've, you have uh, been an investor for how long have you invested in property? I started in, in early two thousands. Okay. You know, I started playing the foreclosure market in the late 1990s. Wow. So, yeah. So it's, you know, like I I will tell you, there are certain times I've been ready to go when I saw stuff coming. I was ready to go in 2008. Mm Mm-hmm. I had, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I've been through. You were charging similar, like a bull, weren't uh, you? There were similar times where we'd been through and I didn't have myself ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, I was ready. Yeah. Yeah, I was ready. That's good. Well, Bill, thank you so much because I think you bring a very balanced approach right. to the market uh, by the stats you keep. And uh, it helps keep us all in line. And I think it brings just a great amount of insight to our clients, to buyers, to sellers, to other agents. Thank you for what you contribute into real estate and into my life personally. You're very welcome. And you know, uh, was it cool? Can we say just Sharice and I are both part of the peak producers. Can I say one thing on that? Yeah, please. I I just want to say over the last three or four years, we have uh, been in this community and, and Sharice and myself have been, fortunate to be a part of that organization Mm -hmm. and what we've been able to give to the Springs Rescue Mission, what we've been able to give to Reclaiming Hope, 
what we've been able to give to Mary's home yes. has been literally hundreds of thousands of dollars. It has been over the last you know three or four years, and I just I'm I'm very very proud of that. I'm very proud of you for being in on that. Thank you so and, much. And I would tell people out there that uh, you know not only when you're working with Sharice, you're working with somebody who is who is a, a great real estate agent, but a great person and somebody who continually gives back to the community. Thank you, Bill. Yeah, you're welcome. It's been so fun to do that with you because we unify the marketplace and we we bridge that gap that's needed in the community. Yeah, and we do it together. Yep. And there is nothing that I appreciate more and that's given more meaning right. to the, the community, to the city, and to just realizing that when we join hands, we can accomplish a lot. Yep. And there's some great agents in this community that join with us and do this. And it has been the lifeblood behind a lot of the why behind what I do. Good. So thank you because you created that uh, organization. It's something that is going to live on for a lot of years and it already has 13 years we've yeah. been on this run yeah. with Peak Producers. I think we did, yeah, because I think we did the roundtables in 10, Yeah, if I recall. Yes, we did. Yep. So, so, yeah. Thank you so much, Bill. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. I hope uh, hope you, uh, your podcast is great. Uh, does, does this make my face look fat? <laughs> we'll answer that after we're done. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will catch you next All time. Right. Thanks, man. Okay. Bye.